I'm your host Annada Rathi, a food writer and cooking instructor specializing in Indian flavors. I'm joined by my friend and co-host Kanchan Shringi, a mom and technology professional. She has challenged me to write my recipes so that they are not only simple and flavorful but can be cooked in the time you have. We talk about how to put together exactly one meal in each episode. You will know the ingredients, the equipment and the steps to prep and cook. Listen to the podcast, look up the recipe on our website and start cooking. Good morning, Anu. I'd love to hear which dish we're talking about today because you hinted that it is a little involved. Um, but I'm hoping you'll also help make it simpler. So what is it and what's the meal? Hi, Kanchan. We are going to talk about aloo paratha today. Aloo means potatoes and paratha is a type of flatbread, which is very, very popular uh, in India. India has tons of uh, types of flatbreads and paratha is one of them. You can have a plain whole wheat paratha or you can have a stuffed paratha. And out of the stuffed paratha, aloo paratha is the most popular. Yes, this dish is a little involved, but I would love for our listeners to take it up as a weekend project. And if they do take it up and uh, it works out, they will be rewarded with a rich carbohydrate, starchy comfort food. Oh, so it sounds like a comfort food. Anything else you want to say about the nutritive value? As I said before, it is stuffed with boiled potatoes. So it is carbohydrate intense. It is starch intense. Generally, it is served for breakfast in northern India. But it is a full meal, in my opinion. So you can use it uh, to serve dinner or lunch. Just pair it with some plain yogurt, salted plain yogurt, and uh, some pickle. Some mango pickle is ideal and you are done. You don't need raita, you don't need anything else. Sounds good. And now let's talk about the ingredients. You know, what are the main ones and are there any special ones that you may not necessarily find in the young pantry? So uh, let's talk about uh, the advanced ingredients in this recipe. There are two advanced ingredients and both these ingredients you can make a day before and uh, keep them ready. So on the day off, what you can effectively do is just roll the paratha and cook it on the skillet and you are done. Now, the first advanced ingredient, which is the potato stuffing. Now, uh, I'm going to take a little bit of time to talk about the type of potato which you should use ideally for a aloo paratha. Now, uh, the recommended one uh, is Yukon Gold because it is a kind of an all-purpose potato. It is a mixture between starchy potato and a waxy potato. Now, let me tell you the difference. The russets or the Idaho potatoes are starchy potatoes. 
they are dry but they become gluey and gloppy uh, when they are touched or overworked uh, because they have a high starch content on the other hand you have waxy potatoes which hold their shape when they are cooked when they are cooked they will not break down easily and they have a high moisture content so basically you need a potato which has the good points of both of them so uh, yukon gold is that all purpose uh, potato now uh, what you are basically doing for the stuffing is boiling the potatoes uh, in india everyone uses a pressure cooker you just take one whistle and the potatoes are cooked if you don't have a pressure cooker no problem just cook them in a pot of water uh, and the test is you just insert a knife inside the potato if it goes in uh, through and through without any resistance at all your potatoes are done which should not take more than say 25 to 30 minutes so and you can uh, also use an instant pot you can also use an instant pot yes yes definitely now uh, so you have these potatoes which are boiled once they cool down you peel them and then you add all the masalas and the spices in them so this is your stuffing is ready on the other hand the second advanced ingredient is the whole wheat dough so what you are going to do is make a dough with water and a little bit of oil and uh, the dough should be non sticky so you need to knead it well so that it loses all its craggy edges and becomes this smooth ball of dough so um these two are the advanced ingredients as far as the other equipment before, or in- before we go into that so you mentioned there are some spices that you have to add to the potatoes what are they right so now spices uh are generally found in uh, regular pantries what i what the recipe demands is just some crushed green pepper if you don't have heat tolerance you can totally skip the green peppers uh the the potato aloo paratha will still be very fine aloo paratha is one of the very popular dishes with kids also so uh, homemakers in india or people who cook do not add green peppers for kids and they taste still fantastic so you can skip the peppers if you want the other spices are or i should say seasonings are grated ginger salt a uh, uh, garam masala and a raw mango powder which is amchur so now that is the only thing which you may not find in a regular pantry so if you don't end up finding amchur or raw mango powder go ahead and add a little bit of lime juice uh the other ingredients uh are whole wheat flour which is found easily in any grocery store oil and last but not the least ghee so uh ghee but i'm seeing that you know lot of people are using ghee nowadays in baking and so i would recommend that you get a small uh, bottle of ghee it is generally available in all grocery stores these days and uh if you if you are vegan then uh you can use oil 
uh, on top of the skillet. It's fine. It's just that in India, uh, parathas, alu parathas especially, are made with ghee. But uh, even after, if you want to use any kind of vegetable oil, it will not take away from the experience. Okay, now let's talk about equipment. So, uh, in order to save energy, uh, most Indians end up using pressure cooker. Uh, Pressure cookers are becoming popular in the West too nowadays. So, um, that is one thing. If you don't have pressure cooker, as I said, just boil it in a pot. The other uh, equipment which, uh, which is important in this recipe is a rolling pin. Now, you don't need a wooden base. Uh, all Indian homes have that because uh, rotis are very common in Indian homes. But if you don't have a wooden uh, base, uh, you can do it on your counter. Just clean an area of, of the counter and you can roll it with a rolling pin on that part of the counter. Apart from that, you just need a cutting board and uh, a grater for ginger, a knife for cutting the peppers if you're going to use peppers. And that's about it. Great. Now, finally, we can move on to the map on how it all comes together. Right. So uh, now you've boiled the potatoes. Okay. And on the other side, you have uh made the dough the whole wheat flour dough ideally the whole wheat flour dough you need to let it rest for the gluten to develop at least for 30 minutes even for my regular everyday roti i like to make the dough at least 30 minutes before i start making the rotis uh, now so the dough is made set aside the potatoes are boiled and now the potatoes you peel the potatoes and you mash them now, here I would like to uh, say that if you are using a masher to mash the potatoes, make sure that you get all the potato lumps. What I have seen my mother do in order to avoid this problem with lumps uh, left behind, she just grates the boiled potato. Now, if you grate it, there is no question of any lump. So go ahead and do that. Uh, that would that will make your life very easy when you are rolling, because if you have bumps and lumps when you are rolling, then the external whole wheat flour dough is going to tear, and you know that's the stuffing is going to come out. We don't want that. So uh, go ahead and grate the boiled potatoes, boiled and peeled potatoes, and then you can add the the seasonings and spices in it you make you mix everything nicely and then you make say a lemon sized balls out of that leave them aside make lemon sized ball of the whole wheat flour dough and now you come to the most important step which is mm-hmm. rolling the paratha mm-hmm. now you roll the first you roll the uh, whole wheat flour dough the, you have made like about eight balls. I think my recipe says out of the two cups of whole wheat flour, you will have about eight balls. You roll it nicely uh, for with the, and let it achieve a diameter of, say, around five to six inches. Now, once you have done that, you put the potato ball inside and make sure you 
close all the ends of the whole wheat flour. Ideally, once you close the ends, the potato ball inside should not be visible. And then you, what you do is uh, you roll the paratha. My final paratha is also, again, only five to six inches in diameter. And thickness, you can adjust it. It, you know, even if it is half inch or even one inch, it's fine. You will learn to manage your preference as you make this dish more and more. Okay. So the rolling could be a little involved. Anything special to keep in mind to do that? Yes. So uh, there are a couple of things which you should uh, keep in mind. And, you know, those I have learned over the period. So when you are, when you put the potato ball inside the wheat flour disc, make sure that when you bring the edges together, you close tightly. If you ensure that, uh, once you have ensured that you have closed tightly, the stuffing inside won't come out. That is very, very important. Because if the stuffing comes out, you are going to have a mess on the skillet and most definitely the paratha is not going to fluff up. Second, make sure you roll uniformly. So, and if you have little bit of doubts or concerns about your rolling skills, go ahead and make a small paratha. Okay, that's what I used to do earlier. I used to make a small paratha because the the bigger you try to make it, the the bigger the the more the possibility of it being uniform on one side or you know in the corner. So make sure you roll uniformly from top to the bottom and all the uh, I shouldn't say corners, basically the entire round shape of the paratha. Now, why is this important? This is important because if you don't roll uniformly, the paratha will not fluff up on the skillet. Third third most important thing, apply a good amount of ghee. So this is after you put it on the skillet? After you put, yes. After you put it on the skillet, uh, you let it roast on both the sides and then you add ghee. And spread the ghee around properly. And um, what happens is the mark of that you have used a good amount of ghee is this large, big blobs, brown color patches start appearing on the paratha. And, uh, you know, the, and you, so what you get is a crunchy exterior and a soft, smooth potato interior. That's what you are aiming for. So, so your recipe called for a teaspoon of ghee on either side. Is that still what you recommend? Yes, you can do that. You can do on each side, but not for the total paratha. Okay, mm-hmm. on each side, apply one teaspoon of ghee. And uh, my last thing is make sure that the whole wheat flour which you have made is smooth. And for that, you may have to knead it before you actually start rolling for about five minutes. So, and, so you know, make well, close yes. the stuffing and at least a teaspoon of ghee on either side. Yes, and close tightly. Mm-hmm. Close tightly before you start rolling. That is also very important. 
Sounds great, Anu. I think uh, we'll post the recipe and uh, hope our listeners try it and give us feedback. Yes, I'm. I'm very, very um, excited about this recipe because uh, even though it sounds difficult, uh, if you if you get it right and if you end up liking it, everyone in the family will love it, from kids to adults. And then there are variations of parathas we could we could attempt in yes. the future. Yes, I mean that is that paratha and the whole thing is you know, may require a couple of episodes because that's the number of, that's the variety of parathas which are made in India. Thank you, Anu. We'll talk next week on our next episode. Thank you. Thanks all for listening. Anada and I explore simplification of the cooking process while retaining the flavors. This recipe, along with sub-recipes for the advanced ingredients that come together for the meal, is at mysimplecooking.com. If you're new to cooking or needed to fit into the time slots you have, join us one meal at a time.